0: Elba! Elba will score! Elba will score! Newcastle has won!
1: I mentioned this in a podcast that's coming out over the next few days. I recorded it the other day uh, where I talk about each team, each Premiership winning team, and who was the guy that I look at that owned that side. I'll go into a bit more detail on that over the next few days. Really exciting podcast to bring you. Pretty long one too. It's going through the old Premiership sides over the last 20 years. Talk about the main dudes that I remember from that side. The teams that took ownership of those teams. And uh, one that I mentioned was 2012. I sort of remember the Melbourne Storm Premiership being Cooper Cronk's Premiership. And this is what I find really interesting about these years, 2011, 2012, 2013. Uh, Obviously, 2010, uh, the Melbourne Storm, they get done for the salary cap of 07, 08, 09. 2010, they lose all their points. Uh, They lose a number of players to a number of guys are forced to leave. We see Brett White, Greg Inglis, a number of superstars leave. And for me, I look back at 2011, 12 and 13 as the years where it really was the big three. Um, it was these three that they kept. They built the club around these three and they were surrounded by still quality fellows that Craig Bellamy did a fantastic job with. But I think this is the years where they're the most vulnerable. And I feel like 2012 – uh, this was the year they won the premiership, of course. Cooper Cronk, he was the Clive Churchill medalist that night. He was unreal. I talk about it quite often. The pass that he threw to Billy Slater in that grand final was just unbelievable. Uh it's something that you see quite often now in rugby league, but then it wasn't very common and they sort of they really caught the Bulldogs napping on that play. I love when you hear Cooper and Billy Slater talking through that play. But I want to talk about Cooper Cronk during this period. And look, I mentioned him the other day when talking about Benji Copped a huge amount of backlash, and I feel like all I'm doing is trying to prove to people how good Cooper Cronk was. but um, And I am going to take a little breather after this one, but this is something I found interesting. Look, you could argue against it, and that's fine. I won't argue with you. But for me, as I said, 2011 to 2013, this is when they were really vulnerable. They were coming out of that salary cap drama, and it was down to the big three. And the argument I constantly hear from people is that... Cooper Cronk, he had the best players around him. Yeah, he wasn't as much of a good halfback. He wasn't a fantastic individual. Put him in a shit team, he wouldn't go well. And as I always say, all hypothetical, the reason why Cooper Cronk wasn't in shit teams was because shit teams didn't interest Cooper Cronk. He wanted to be the best teams he wanted to win premierships. And no shock, the best teams, who did they want in their building? Cooper Cronk, yeah? He never had to go through being in a shit team. And the fact that we sort of look at him and go, oh, yeah, he was in good teams. It's like, oh... Does the halfback have anything to do with teams being good? I, I I don't know. You tell me. But you always hear Slater, you hear Cameron Smith when they talk about back in those days who was the main voice on the field, who was the leader. And it was Cooper Cronk. It always was. He was calling the shots. And is that a halfback's job? Yeah, for sure. No doubt about it. But when you've got a guy like Cameron Smith in your side who's arguably the greatest player ever, for another guy to still be calling all the shots and pulling the strings, pretty impressive. Um and look I went back to 2011 2013 as I said and I went through the DALEM points for each of these three guys and it's amazing how many points each of them scored in each of these seasons it is simply unbelievable considering they're in the same team Look in 2013 Billy Slater he scored 16 points Now across these three players across those three years that was the lowest amount of points that these guys scored Now, when you consider that a lot of Dalliams, a number of Dalliams have been won with about 25, 26 points, in Billy Slater's worst year, which was the worst year out of the three of these guys over these three years, he was only nine points behind that, which is incredible, but... Billy Slater, uh, 2011, he scored 29 points. He wins it that year, an incredible season for Billy. 2012, he scores 19 Dally M points. 2013, he scores 16 Dally M points. As I said, that was the low, 16, a pretty handy result there. Look, over those years, Billy Slater played 69 club games. There were 69 club games where he could potentially pick up Dally M points. He managed to pick up 64 points in those 69 games. Incredibly impressive. At a strike rate of 0.9. Yeah, so he was worth almost one M point every single time he stepped on the field for those 69 games. Incredibly impressive to be worth almost one point every time you step on the field from 69 games. Very impressive. Cameron Smith, 2011. He scores 20 points, 2012, 20 points, 2013. 26 sorry 20 points once again so over those 3 years Cameron Smith he scored 20 DALM points each and every year from 2011 to 2013 incredibly consistent uh you know there's only five or six guys that score over 20 DALM points a year and for Cameron Smith to be in it all 3 years whilst remember in 2011 Billy Slater scored 29 so he stole a heap of points off him the other years Billy Slater scored 19 and 16 as well so a heap of points were stolen by Billy Slater Cameron Smith still puts up 20 points each and every year for those three seasons. So he scored 60 Dallien points in 72 games, a strike rate of 0.83. So just under Billy Slater, just under that one point a game mark. Once again, incredibly impressive. Now, these are the two people you tell me are stars, and this is the reason why Cooper Cronk isn't as effective, isn't as good, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it all. 2011. Yeah. As I said, Billy Slater wins a M point with twenty wins the Dally M with twenty nine points. Cameron Smith scored twenty points that season. Do you know how many Cooper Cronk had that season in twenty eleven? Twenty five Delhi M points. Cooper had twenty five, Billy had twenty nine, Smith had twenty. Unbelievable from these three. And as I said, this is probably when they were their most vulnerable, and this is when they let all those players go and it was up to these three to steer the ship once again. Cooper comes out with twenty five M points. 2012 rolls around. As we said, Cameron Smith, once again, he collects 20 points. Billy Slater, 19 points. There's 49 points gone that, that Kubicron cannot possibly get. He still manages to score another 25 Dally M points in season 2012. And do remember, he obviously goes on to win the Clive Churchill medal that year. So over those two years, that's 50 Dally M points he's collected and one Clive Churchill medal and one premiership pretty impressive. 2013 comes around. He actually wins the Dallian Medal this season with 28 points over those 3 seasons, 2011, 2012, 2013. Cooper Cronk played 67 games. He collected 78 Dallian Medal points, simply unbelievable. 67 games, 78 Dallian points. Every time Cooper Cronk stepped on the field, he was worth 1.16 Dallian points over those 67 games. He scored more points than Smith and then Slater. In less games, to me, this is simply incredible. And I know I talk about Cooper Cronk a lot because I just feel like he doesn't get the respect put on his name that he should. And I know a lot of people want to say, oh, he was in a star-studded team. Halfbacks make star-studded teams, yeah. The halfback is so critical. Cooper Cronk, he was the main voice in this side. And, I mean, here's three years of that time they were together. Cooper Cronk, by far and away, collected more daily points than these guys. Now... Is the Daly M system perfect? No. No, it's not. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm not saying this is a be-all and end-all science, but, geez, it, it gives you a pretty good indication, doesn't it? I mean, Billy Slater, he, it seemed like he was getting Daly M points left, right, and center at this time. It felt like all the talk was about Slater. It was always about if Cameron Smith was going to be the best player ever or not. How far could he go with his career? Cooper Cronk, I mean, I feel like we didn't really talk about him as being the best seven ever. We didn't really talk about him in that high-end calibre. We spoke about how impressive he was and how he was a system halfback. But, geez, to be able to be this impressive over that period of time with these two champions next year stealing points from you left, right, and center, I really do think it's unbelievable from Cooper Cronk. I think we undervalue the footballer he is and what he's achieved. I mean, this is... This is 2012, yeah? This is 2012. He's winning a premiership. He's, he's averaging, what, 26 m. He's averaging 26 m. points a season. That is unbelievable to average 26 m. points a season over three years. Simply incredible. This guy plays Origin. He does all these things. He goes away. He plays Test Match at the end of the year. You would think at some point his t- his body would be exhausted. It would run out of gas. Nah. He plays 21, 23, 23 games over those three years. Every single year, he scored more Dallian points than games he played. So every time he stepped on the field, he was worth more than one point. It is, It really is unbelievable. There isn't a big outlier season. There isn't a season where he scored 40 Dallian points and it lifts the other ones up. 25 Dallian points in 2011. 25 Dallian points in 2012. 28 Dallian points in 2013. This is simply unbelievable from Cooper Cronk. I feel like it's something that we do not talk about enough. Um... Look, I know I took a hard stance on Benji the other day, but in comparing him to Cooper Cronk, I really don't see the argument. I understand the culture side of it, but what Cooper Cronk has achieved, the consistency I had, I mean, this is in three seasons where he won one Dalian medal and he won one Clive Churchill and he won a premiership. Fast forward to the end of his career, he wins three premierships in a row with two clubs, two champion clubs. Yeah, I know that. I get it. But they're three champion clubs because they have champion players in them. Both of them targeted Cooper Cronk. Both of them built themselves around Cooper Cronk. Put some respect on this guy's name, please. Hold up.